Are you a lawyer now? What? I said, you've got a yellow legal pad. Are you a lawyer now? No, I'm Ted Mosby. You're Ted Mosby? Yeah, for pros and cons. Um, what are you pro-conning? Um, I don't know. We, me, Alana... You should pro-con, um, but putting together a pro-con list. But get your blanket. Me, Alana, and Sable make a lot of pros and cons lists. I haven't seen one of your pros and cons lists. I don't, I don't show them to you. Wait, where's my blue blanket? I don't know. I think they gave it to money, so I know. Mm. It'll be fine, baby. It's not winter. I mean, it is winter, but it's it is winter. 60 degrees outside. And you have two blankets. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. You can't put this on until I'm done. Wow, this is an awful lot of ritual. Every once in a while you get into a ritual, a, a bad ritual, and I don't know where it comes from. It happens. You're going to let that go? Let go. Well, I have a fairly strict bed ritual. I don't know. I don't watch you go to bed. <laughs> well, I mean... Your pros and cons list just fell off the stairs. I'll have to pick it up. So, give me a quick recap. Of what? E.G. Talk to at school. Yeah. And the... <coughs> the teacher seemed to be being stern. Yeah. Did you get a sense that they... What's the kid's name that was being picked on? Salim or Austin. Salim or Austin. Did you get the sense that they told them what was going on? Or do you or did you get the sense that maybe they said, Hey, if if anything ever happens or anybody says anything, make sure you let us know. No, it was longer than that. They they then she only talked to Austin. Hmm. I wonder if there's a way to have a conversation with a guy like Austin, like somebody like you, to have a conversation with him to alert him to the fact that sometimes kids are not always nice and they're they're mean. And... Austin gets it. Salim doesn't get it as much. Mm. I've told both But it doesn't sound that. like Austin stands up for himself. I'm, I'm guessing that's difficult. Yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah. But I've told both of them that if anything happens with him, that if they don't want to go straight to the office, then they can come to me first, and then I can help them with it. Oh, good. And we can go there together. Awesome. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall to hear that conversation. That's I guess that's good. Uh I'm gonna tell you this. I thought it was very cool. I forgot though. I guess our group of friends in general is kind of known for taking people in that don't really have friends to hang out with and stuff. Because mm -hmm. in PE yesterday and on several occasions that I'll tell you about, um, in PE yesterday we had free play. Mm -hmm. So it was me and Kiana, Austin, Jenny, and uh, Salim. And we were going to like play basketball or something. And Miss Knowles was like, there's a girl out there walking the track um, alone. So if you guys wanted to go meet up with her, 
kind of walk with her. We were like, okay. Like, she suggested that to us hmm. to go. And... Did you know her? No. But we walked I with her. I think that's weird. What? That you, there's kids in your school that you don't know. People, there's... I mean, it's I think of... it's just so much bigger. Yeah. Just people that you never really got the chance to talk to yeah. and know and stuff. But she was a seventh grader. That's why I didn't really know her. But I like I like that Miss Knowles knows that we would go out there and You're say an hey. Open group. Yeah, and at lunch, a couple times, like Miss Miss Irons mm-hmm. or um, or Miss Abbott or even one time Doctor Costa walked past us and he's like, "Well, there's someone sitting over there alone. If you want to come invite them over here," we're like, "Okay." Nice. Like they, I like that. I like being known like that. That's a good way to be known that we're. That we take people in. Yeah. I think they kind of know because last year, Alana didn't really have any friends at all to sit with at lunch and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Haley didn't either at the beginning of the year. And CK really didn't either when he first came here. And then we have all them in our group and we're all friends. And Nick and Roberto. Like yeah. Nick and Roberto used to sit together, but they didn't sit with anyone else. And then now they sit with us. So I guess That's we're kind of cool. known. Like pretty much everyone in our group. Except for... And these are all good kids. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing that you don't know at 13 that you do know when you're almost 50. Almost 50. Yeah, can you believe that? One of my friends, Newt's, turned 49 today. Molitor turned 49 last month. You guys are all... I turned 49 at the end of this month. You can have your midlife crisis soon. One more year and I buy a vet. What's your so, midlife crisis going to be? I'd buy a vet. Buy a Corvette. Oh. I, I'm going to get a hairpiece. Oh, please don't do that. Then. Maybe I'll grow a ponytail. Okay, I have heard of that. Can you grow a ponytail? Oh, does your have Wait, does your hair now have the ability even, to grow past don't that? Don't go that. To grow past, like... Oh, sure. Yeah, the problem is I have about 70 colics on my head, so when it grows long, <laughs> it, it just, just like, it goes everywhere. Yeah. It looks like That's a how my hair quilt. is. So, yeah, well, where do you think you got it? So what you know I at like 49 it. that you don't know at 13 is adults have the ability to see into the character of people better than 13-year-olds. And, and, and I don't mean that like I'm cutting you down. I just mean at 13, lots of people are basing their preferences on what you look like or what sport you play or what class you have or what clothes you wear or what car your mom drives up in and and all of these things that don't really matter. And adults have the ability to see through all of that crap and get to the core, and we and we can tell for the most part um, the good kids from the average kids from the bad kids, and we can see through some of that smiling face. Say, hey, I'm cool. Hey, everything's good. To see that that kid's a schmuck, pretty quickly. We don't buy into that, and lots of lots of younger folks buy into it. Oh, he's so nice. He's so friendly. Oh, he's always helpful. When and not always. So the adults that are surrounding you, they could probably see pretty quickly 
that your group is exactly who your group is. You're the group that befriends the one strange kid that's walking around the track all by himself because the reality is he's not strange. He's just like everybody else. And you guys see that. So, very proud of you. Very proud of the young lady that you have become. And I love watching this process. It's awesome. So, tomorrow you'll see them probably like cleaning out his locker. <laughs> Just be gone. Everybody's going to be cheering. You can go by his house, there's a for sale sign. <laughs> oh my gosh, he moved out of the town. <laughs> they kicked him out. Oh, the town? Yeah. The mayor kicked the him thing. out. The entire town was like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be some sort of a parade. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, think like men. <laughs> Wow. Who knows? Maybe, maybe this is that turning point that he needs. Maybe at your you know, thirty-year graduation, you see that. Um, we'll have a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, you know, like he's a he's a, um, a civil rights attorney or something like that. And he works with special needs yeah, kids. And and he, something and, something yeah. ironic like that. And and he goes all the way back and he says, look, I, I was a schmuck and I, I got to be honest, this is what happened in eighth grade and it, it turned my life around. So. I didn't think about that. Like one little thing that you can, can change someone's life. Like you, like one thing they do to complete stranger, yep. like smiling to a stranger on the, on the street could like. What if they're what if they're planning on doing something really bad, and then you just smiling and saying hello yep. changed them, and they're like, "Wow, it happens." Someone it, cares. I I just actually posted something about that on Facebook uh, last week because somebody recently found our old junior high chorus teacher on Facebook, and of course, you know when that happens, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. And, tells stories about, oh, I remember this, and I remember that, and you were this, and, and it was a big, long discussion, people back and forth saying, hey, I remember this, and this is what happened, and people that I didn't even know, like, um, like one of the guys that I knew from high school that was a football player, and he was, you know, kind of gruff, and now he's a police officer, and I never knew that he was in that circle, and he said, um, you gave me my first guitar lesson and encouraged me to keep playing. I'm like, I never knew that this guy knew him and had that kind of thing. And and I had that exact experience when I was in um, when I was in seventh grade. They were going to offer scholarships to go to music camp, and I was kind of in the chorus, but I never thought too much about it. It wasn't you know, something that I really thought that I excelled at and I told him that I, I I couldn't go so you know take my name off the list if you're considering me and he ignored me 
and he gave me a scholarship to go to music camp in between 7th and 8th grade. And it changed the course of my life. It made me find a passion for music and for theater and for, I guess, music and theater. For the stage, really. That's followed me the rest of my life. And it was because of that one decision, him ignoring something that I said, actually happens. So who knows? Like a time capsule, open it on your, the year before your 30th high school reunion. And see how many of those things came through. Make predictions. Who's going to be what? Um, you can't really do that. You'd be surprised by people. You can, but you'd be wrong. Almost entirely. I wasn't. If you weren't, then, then you know, you've got an incredible predictive mind. That's going to do something good with their life. Yeah? Yeah. I think you're all going to do something good with your life. Lives. Our one life that we share. <laughs> one. <laughs> what, what do we do with it? I'd say prayer. I'm so, um, so, what you're not aware of right now is Marty just got a phone call. She thinks her mom may have passed away. Really? Yeah. So she was awakened of sleep. Her mom was vacationing in Mexico, visiting her family, and um, she thinks she had a stroke, and that she wasn't able to get the help she needed quick enough. She thinks she passed away. Yeah. So, um, some extra prayers are going to be needed for the Orozco family the as they go through this. The what family? Orozco, Marty Orozco is her name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you know, Reagan's grandma. Yeah. So and they vacation down there, actually Cassidy and Lindsay vacation down there. Went down there to Mexico a couple of times to go with Marty's mom and yeah. you've probably you've probably met Marty's mom at some point in one of these fiestas. You know, kind of hang in the same circles, you know. So. Just keep them in your prayers. Wait, but what family? A Roscoe. Yeah. You can so always tired. just say Marty. Oh. All right. Yeah, God, I pray for you now so you can make it through the world. I go to you and love me love this day at work. Do you really go all the time? I'm going to peace and comfort to the Richards family and to Marty's and Marty's family. And everything will be okay. Amen. Amen. Let me kiss. I love you. Bye.